مركز صحابة the voice of أهل السنة والجماعة أسيما بلابد عندنا أستاذ إيز وثميه سبحان الله سبحان الله أستاذ hope you well this beautiful morning the flu got us أستاذ أستاذ no internet this morning uh, there's no internet not one message but inshallah uh, there are listeners out there who are tuning in via, of course, my, via my WhatsApp. And of course, the international overseas listeners, you can, inshallah, uh, send your questions on my WhatsApp. As I said earlier on, we're not allowed to give no cell numbers, no phone numbers. But of course, whoever has my WhatsApp, you can send a question on there, inshallah. Ustad, it's a beautiful Tuesday morning. Today is the 19th of Rajab 1440. Ustad, wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa technicians brother Junaid Khan and brother Riyaz Hussein Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim nahmaduhu wa nusalli ala rasulihil karim amma ba'd all praise is due to almighty Allah the sustainer nourisher and cherisher of the universe peace blessings and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. It's only the grace and mercy of Almighty Allah Jalla Wala that today we continue with the summary and synopsis of Surah Mujadala, chapter 58 of the Noble Quran. One distinction and virtue of this Surah is every verse of this chapter has the word Allah mentioned in it. You will not find any surah in the Noble Quran where in every verse that there is the word Allah is mentioned. But in this particular surah, which comprises 22 verses, every verse has the name of Almighty Allah Jalla Jalaluhu. Therefore, when we refer to the name of Allah, in Arabic we say, Lafzul Jalalah, out of respect and reverence for Almighty Allah Jalla قَدَ سَمِيَ اللَّهُ قَوْلَ الَّتِي تُجَادِلُكَ فِي زَوْجِهَا وَتَشْتَكِي إِلَى In those days, the Arabs had the custom, the pre-Islamic days, and then in Islam also it carried on, but Islam brought about reforms to it. The husband would tell his wife, Anti alayya kazahari ummi, you are like the back of my mother. No one can go and touch his mother's back or front or whatever with lust and passion and desire. So in the Arab custom in those days, centuries ago, they would make these type of statements and now the wife would become haram, unlawful to the husband. So Islam said to make this kind of statements is a sin and it is considered a major, major sin. Now you have to pay a compensation and the compensation will be you set the slave free. When there are no slaves, then you have to fast for two consecutive months. And if you can't manage that because you are sickly and old, then you have to feed 60 poor people. So that is the penalty the person has to pay for this crime of his. And that is the beauty of Islam. Islam wants to save the home and not break the home. Jorna hamarakam torna nahi. So we have to save the marriages and not break the marriages. Many a time the enemies would sit in their caucus like nowadays you see the politicians and so forth and they have their hidden agenda and ulterior motive. So all Allah Jalla states, 
مَا يَكُونُ مِنْ نَجْوَى سَلَاسَةٍ إِلَّا وَرَابِئُهُمْ وَلَا خَمْسَةٍ إِلَّا وَسَادِسُهُمْ You can sit wherever you want to in your caucus and private meetings. If you are three, then all Almighty Allah is there listening and knowing everything. So Allah is the fourth one. If you are five, then the sixth one is all Almighty Allah. Meaning that wherever you are, remember all Almighty Allah has all the knowledge and everything is known to Allah as the knowledge of Allah is all-embracing, all-encompassing. Number two is when the non-Muslims would come to Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, then they would greet the Master alayhi salatu salam, but not in the manner that Almighty Allah greeted Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. You see Almighty Allah states, As-salamu alayka ayyuhan nabi wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And we read it in our salat, in our prayer. Almighty Allah says, Peace be upon you, O Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, peace be upon you. And when the Jews would come to Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam with a forked tongue, like today they speak of peace, P-E-A-C-E, but they steal more and more pieces of the land of the Muslims. They steal the land of Palestine. Now they are stealing the land of the Golan Heights. You see, they in Syria. So all these things go on. So remember, they would come to Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and they would say, Assalamu alaikum. Allah forbid, Allah forbid. Salam means peace. Sam means death. So all Allah exposed this crime of theirs. وَإِذَا جَاءُوكَ When they come to you, the Jews, they were Jews in Medina Munawwara, so they greet you, بِمَا لَمْ يُحَيِّكَ بِهِ اللَّهِ Not in the manner which all Allah greets you. So therefore, all Allah punishes them and curses them till the day of justice, as you can see nowadays. And remember, Almighty Allah has given people of knowledge a great, great rank. وَالَّذِينَ أُوتُوا الْعِلْمَ دَرَجَاتِ in the time, remember, of Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, people would sometime come and ask some really unnecessary questions. For a temporary period, Almighty Allah said, إِذَا نَاجَيْتُمُ رَسُولُ When you want to speak to Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, فَقَدِّمُوا بَيْنَ يَدَيْنَ جُوَاكُمْ So you must then pay some amount of charity, and that will be better for you. Sayyidina Ali radiallahu anhu practice on it and thereafter remember all Allah said now it is difficult for you to do so so you don't have to pay any amount. Nevertheless for us when we visit Medina Munawwara even today before we offer our salat and salam our greetings to the Master Habibuna sallallahu alayhi the ulama have written it is good it is desirable we give out some charity one riyal two riyals five ten riyals in that way we are practicing on this verse it is not compulsory but it is just desirable Almighty Allah Jalla Wala teaches us why do human beings today go astray? Istahwada alayhimu shaitan. The shaitan gains the ascendancy over human beings. Fa'ansahum zikrallah. They forget remembering Almighty Allah. Ulaika hizbu shaitan. Those are the party of shaitan and those are the part people who go astray. May Almighty Allah Jalla Wala keep us with the hizbullah. 
not the Hezbollah in Lebanon. We don't consider them to be, remember, on the right path. We are speaking about the Hezbollah, which Quran speaks about, that those people who practice on the Quran Sharif, on the Sunnah Mubarakah of Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, and we believe and accept all the Sahaba, companions of Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, will enter Jannah, and remember that we accept the Uliyaullah and the special friends of all Allah and we follow the four schools of jurisprudence. That is what we are speaking about, the Ahlu Sunnah wal Jama'ah. May all Allah grant us tawfiq. Ameen, 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 Thumma, Ameen. Ustad, let us go uh, start this uh, early Tuesday morning. We go to Mu'allima in Australia. She sent me a message now on WhatsApp. Uh, she's got about four to five questions. The first question says, uh, <clears throat> move this up. Is a woman allowed to cut, to trim, and style her hair? Ustad. Almighty Allah, Jalla wa Allah, teaches us in the Noble Quran, وَلَا تَتَمَنَّوا مَا فَضَّلَ اللَّهُ بِهِ بَعْضَكُمْ عَلَى بَعْضٍ You should not have this desire that certain men want to be like women in certain parts and aspects and the women want to imitate the men or vice versa so all that is unacceptable for the men Allah gave you your share for the women Allah gave you your share and this is enshrined in the noble Quran chapter 4 surah Nisa verse number 32 so Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam's hadith mentioned in Jami wa Sagheer that it is not permissible for women to cut their hair. So today when a woman want to cut their hair from the back, if you look, we don't even know is Adam or Eve or Adam and Steve and who it is. So therefore it is not permissible. In Islam we say that the men must grow their beards and the women must lengthen their hair. And for such people <coughs> that the malaika and angels make dua. Subhana man zayyana rijal bil liha. That everlasting glory for all Allah who beautified the men with the beard. One nisa zawaib. And the women who let their hair grow. Not style it and trim it and cut it and so. The hadith is mentioned in Musnad Firdos Deilami. So it shows that that is what Islam is teaching us. Ustad Mu'allima from uh, Sydney says, Can a woman take up the profession of hairdressing? It's not permissible. Your income will be haram because Islam says that you must be cut, you must be one who's lengthening the hair and yeah, you are going to style and trim the hair, cut the hair for the females, even if they're non-Muslim. So your income will be tainted, polluted and not permissible. Ustad Mu'allima says, can a woman take up the profession of nail technician, Ustad? All this is not permissible, your manicure and pedicure and all that. The problem today with the ummah <coughs> is they suffer from the inferiority complex in their minds. Majority of the ummah in all parts of the world, they think that the West is the best and white is right. And therefore, we need to liberate our minds from these satanic systems and remember, promote true Islam, not look for loopholes and try and say this is Islam. So to become nail technician and toe technician and thumb technician, all that not permissible, manicure, pedicure, not permissible. 
Ustad Mualima has a second last question says, Can a woman wear false nail wear, uh, wear polish, Ustad? All this haram not permissible. Can I rent my property to a hairdresser and or a nail technician? Property. All, all my tell last stage in Surah 5, verse number 2, Wala ta'awanu alal ismi wal udwan, do not cooperate in sin and transgression. So that is now promoting our vices and sin, so hence not permissible. We go to Binoni this morning, Ustad. Is it permissible for a mother together with her daughter and son-in-law to go for Hajj? Yes, a, daughter, a mother-in-law, son-in-law, daughter, her own daughter, so meaning that the husband, wife, and mother-in-law go. I myself went like that for Hajj to mother-in-law, alhamdulillah. So yes, totally permissible. And this is mentioned in the Quran Sharif, Surah 4, Chapter 4, Verse 23, where all Allah speaks about the ladies you can never ever get married to, nor now, nor in future. Wa ummahatu nisa'ikum, and your wives, mothers. So meaning your mother-in-law. So mother-in-law, you can never ever get married, even if your wife passes away, still you can't marry your mother-in-law. So therefore, to travel with her, permissible. However, if you're alone with your mother-in-law and there's fear of hanky-panky business, then it's not permissible. Ustad uh, Abdullah from Soweto, mashallah, after long, he's uh, messaging us this morning. He says, Mufti Saab, hope you're well, listening to you guys. He wants to know, Mufti Saab from Soweto, can you name a parrot Layla or any other Muslim name? But Mufti Sab, I don't know whether it's a he or she. Brother Abdullah. Yes, my brother, that Layla is meaning beautiful. You see, people say Layla means night, mm-hmm. but the meaning of night will not be considered here because the night is beautiful, the serenity, the calmness. Therefore, all of us, we fall asleep. Even the God who is supposed to be awake, <coughs> he is also half asleep at night. So that is the system of all, Allah. But Layla is the name of many, many Sahabiyat, female companions. And if you want all the Laylas, then you must remember, go study the work of Ibn Hajar. Lam yulad mithlahu ba'dahu. There's hardly a scholar that will be born like Ibn Hajar again. Remember the, what the giant he was. So he wrote a wonderful book which we have, Al-Isaba. Fitamizi Sahaba. So remember the profile of the various Sahaba. <coughs> and companions of Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wasallam, so you will see how many Layla they are. So to give our parrot or our rabbit or whatever names of Anbiya and messengers or Sahaba, that is considered as disrespectful. So keep some other name, whatever you want to, so that's fine, you must remember that, that whatever name you like, Brother <coughs> Abdullah, so to keep your parrot is permissible. You can use this name, there was a Sahabi, and he was very, very young, and he, they would call him, Ya Aba Umair, Ma Fa'alan Nugair. So he had a bird, and the bird died. So he was very, very sad. Rahmatulil Alameen, Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, told him what happened to the bird to cheer him up. So this is what ma- the Master Habibuna would do, that the children would be treated with love and respect, and then the men would be treated with, you know, compassion as well. So yeah, you can use this name, Nugair, and in that way you'll be practicing on the name which Nabi also mentioned. So keep the name Nugair, my brother, for your parrot. Inshallah, it won't die quickly, it'll have a long life. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, 
We said brother Ibrahim Seder from Italy. He says, Muftizab, assalamu alaikum. Is it okay for a woman to miss the pill during Ramadan so that she does not have to miss any rosas? Ustad? Here there are three issues. Number one is if a woman takes medication for her fasting during Ramadan so she can fast the entire lunar month, whether it is 29 days, whether it is 30 days, the fatwa and verdict will be permissible. Second issue will be the women going for hajj and pilgrimage. Now you are going to perform the tawafu ziyara, the tawafu ifada. Hanafis call it tawafu ziyara, Shafi'is, Malikis, Hanbalis call it tawafu ifada. It's the same tawaf and it is compulsory. So many a time that you have bookings and everything made already in advance and if you don't perform it, your hajj, your pilgrimage will be incomplete. Husband-wife relationship will not be permissible. So during pilgrimage for the lady to take these tablets and medication to postpone and delay the menses, also permissible. Number three, to use this type of tablets and pills and what have you for family planning so that you remain slim and trim and you don't have children, remember not permissible and definitely harmful to one's health also. So therefore Islam says that these type of things are not permissible. Yes, for a temporary period like fasting month or hajj, permissible, but on a continuous basis, definitely not permissible. Mm-hmm. We said we go to Sister Natasha, she says, uh, hope you get better soon, uh, Molana Arafat, and go and see the doctor you need a jab uh, the teacher <laughs> sister natasha from lakefield she's asking you Ustad, what do muslims believe about mary Ustad? remember sister may almighty allah jalla give you and brother marvin complete complete cure Amen. after your nasty experience day in the mall and you know as i told you you must read the three wonderful names and attributes of almighty allah Almighty Allah commands us in the Noble Quran, chapter 7, verse 180, 180. Almighty Allah has wonderful, beautiful names. Invoke and call Almighty Allah by those names. So daily, you're going to school today, and Marvin is going to the office today to make more deals. So what you're going to do? Ya Raqibu, Ya Raqibu. Ya Raqibu, Ya Hafidu, Ya Hafidu, Ya Hafidu, Ya Nasiru, Ya Nasiru, Ya Nasiru, and see how Allah's mercy will descend, and inshallah, God willing, you will not have any mishaps in future. Mm. Now, Mary, we call Mary Maryam, mm. you say Mary the Virgin, we say Maryam al Azra. So her name is mentioned 34 times in the Noble Quran. One And Maryam means Abidah, the worshipper of all Allah. One entire surah and chapter is dedicated to Mary, to Sayyidah Maryam radiallahu anha, chapter number 19. Sister Natasha, if you really are honest, now it is holiday. I don't know, you might be teaching in a private school, but if you are on holiday, then do yourself a favor. You have the Quran. Read Surah Maryam chapter 19 and compare it with the Bible and be objective. 
See who honors Sayyidah Maryam more is the Quran promoting her in a much more respectful manner or the Bible which has been interpolated and there are additions and omissions. So you need to be honest to yourself to understand the true message. I give you a few examples. Sayyida Maryam, her, this lady, Lady Mary. So remember we say Sayyida Maryam radiallahu anha. Allah speaks of her parents. Her mother's name was Hannah. You know, you all say Hannah. So Hannah will be compassionate and kind. Allah speaks of her father, Imran. So now they took a vow that, Ya Allah, that when his wife, Hannah, will fall pregnant, she'll give birth to a baby boy. And that baby boy will be dedicated to Majid al-Aqsa, to the holy place there in Palestine. You see it in your videos and TV with the golden dome and so forth nowadays. So in those days, they wanted a son. Lo and behold, when she, Hannah, gave birth, she gave birth to a female, to a baby girl. And the girl is not like a boy. So therefore, that they could not dedicate her to the masjid, to the mosque, because only boys were accepted. And I called her Maryam. And remember, she was protected from the impact and effect of shaitan. So she grew up everything. Her mother passed away, father passed away. She went into the custody of Zachariah, Zacharias, as we, you would say in English. So whenever Zacharias, Zachariah, alayhi salam, would go to a chamber, he would find sustenance there. كُلَّمَا دَخَلَ عَلَيْهَا زَكَرِيَّ الْمِحْرَابِ وَجَدَ إِنْدَهَا رِزْقًا He would ask, where are you getting all this food and fruit and so forth? أَنَّا لَكِ هَذَا where are you getting called? Who I mean, Indillah is from Allah. Allah elevating Sayyidah Maryam, the only lady whose name is mentioned in the Noble Quran. By name explicitly, no lady's name is mentioned in the Quran except Sayyidah Maryam. So see how Almighty Allah elevated her, elevated her son, Nabi Isa salam, Prophet Jesus, peace be upon him. His honorable name is mentioned 25 times. So do yourself a favor if you are on vacation, on holiday. So use your leisure time, Sister Natasha, Brother Marvin, and you juxtapose and compare what the Quran is teaching us of Nabi Isa, salam, Jesus, peace be upon him, Sayyidah Maryam, radiallahu anha, Lady Mary, and remember that you compare it with the Bible and see which one is showing you the true message and showing much more respect and reverence. May Allah bless you and guide you. Ameen, 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 tumma, ameen. Jazakumullah khairan for that ustad. Ustad, let us go to Dubai. This is uh, Brother Hanzala. He says, uh, Mufti Sab, when will it be permissible to change your madhab? Brother Hanzala, ustad. For example, you are there in Dubai and now you want to go now in Rajab or Shaban or Ramadan for Umrah. So thousands of people go for Umrah and you follow the Shafi'i school or you follow the Hanbali school and so forth. So you know according to Shafi's and them that if the lady touches you or you touch the lady and even your own wife, so your wudu will break, your ablution breaks. So you have to perform another hudu. 
And now you know there are thousands of people performing tawaf, going round and round the Baytullah. And inevitably, that sometime you will find a lady touches you or you touch a lady inadvertently, unintentionally. So by mistake it happens skin to skin. So then you find your hudu will break. But that will cause haraj and will cause a lot of harm. Ma yuridullahu alaykum min haraj. So in that case there you make intention according to the Hanafi school and when you perform your tawaf, remember to touch a lady or the lady touches you intentionally. That's a major, major sin. And you can be where you can be punished severely, Quran says. وَمَنْ يُرِدِ فِيهِ بِإِلْحَادٍ بِذُلْمٍ نُذِقْهُ مِنْ عَذَابٍ أَلِيمٍ in the Haram Sharif in Makkah, the sacred boundary place there, even you make intention of vices and sin, Allah will punish that person with a horrible, terrible punishment. So intentionally the person may commit that crime, so it is a serious, serious offense. But inadvertently, unintentionally it happens, and you made intention, you're following the Hanafi school for this issue and this matter and masla, so then there's no problem. The aim of of following a particular school of jurisprudence is so that we do not follow our warmest fancies and desires. You will see the freelancers today, they just pick up the Quran translation, they look at some hadith translation because 99% of them don't know even 20, 10 hadith. So you must remember, then they end up following their warmest fancies and desires. Therefore, we say it is wajib to follow one school so that we are not following our warmest fancies and desires. But if there is a great need, like the example I cited then remember you can change your school due to need and necessity hmm. uh, one more question inshallah we go to a sister all the way from Bronkaspreet she wants to know your advice Ustad what's your input my son is 23 years old and he's starting to become a politicianist Ustad uh, and all of a sudden his mindset is changing and he says he wants to be one when he grows old he wants to be an, an, an ANC member what do I do as a mother Ustad so you must remember he's seeing how the money is rolling in. So you must remember and money is sweeter than honey. So you must remember DC, direct current. AC, alternate current. ANC, and no current. So you have load shedding, my brother. I don't know why we don't have internet here. So you must remember this. So all these things go on in life. So remember to become a politician and your allegiance to be a politician with your party, whether it is uh, ANC or whether it's DA or whether it's this party or that party is not permissible in Islam. Because you as a Muslim will have to agree with abortion. You as a Muslim will have to agree with gambling. You as a Muslim will have to agree that there's Adam and Eve and Adam and Steve. So can you allow all that, my brother? So remember, don't look at the short person, short gain. By the time you're going to come to parliament, then maybe a lot of things have changed already. You must become a true Muslim, a true ambassador. 
and not become a politician. Politicians, 90%, 80% are corrupt and they speak lies. So you must remember voting time. They come, if they come here to my house, I kick them all out, irrespective of which party they are. Because I tell them, you go. You did nothing for me. You understood? Uh, so you must remember that. You put us in the worst position here. We got illegal connections like you can't believe. We don't have lights outside. So all these type of things. So you don't come here and tell me your story we will never vote for you so we must remember these type of things yeah that we have democracy we have our human rights we have we can speak and freedom of expression so alhamdulillah we must be clear on all these type of issues Subhanallah. Ustad, a minute left, inshallah. Uh, your program, Ustad? Yeah, inshallah, <laughs> 11 to 12, remember, will be the bliss of marriage, inshallah, today and tomorrow, Wednesday, between 11 and 12. 5 past 1 to half past 1, remember, will be our tafsir, inshallah. We continue with Surah Hadid. And then half past 1 to 2 will be from the archives. So make dua to all, may Allah, for <laughs> us and the Ummah at large, especially for the Palestinians in Gaza and may all Almighty Allah Jalla decimate and destroy the enemy, Ameen. whoever they are, wherever they are. May all Almighty Allah accept us all for his deed. Barakallahu feek. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.